Welcome to the Core Women Podcast, the place for women entrepreneurs, authors, and self-starters looking to build community and gain valuable insights through expert interviews with women at the top of their game. Join your host, podcaster, producer, expert coach, entrepreneur, and author, Dr. Summer Watson, as she aims to inspire and empower you through these candid conversations. Lean in and embrace the journey. It's time to start the show. Here's your host, Dr. Summer Watson. Today on the show, I would like to welcome Kelsey Boyer, who is CCF Certified Leadership Coach and the founder of Women's Leadership Accelerator, which is a 90-day mentorship program for aspiring and new female leaders to break into and master leadership along with helping them overcome imposter syndrome to accelerate their potential and impact to thrive in their personal and professional lives. With almost a decade of experience leading teams, mainly in male-dominated environments, Kelsey's mission is to lift the potential of women and create more female leaders in the world. Wow, what an incredible background. And you have so much passion and purpose, Kelsey. There's so much to talk about. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. And I'm excited for you to be here. But before we jump right into your professional background, let me ask you a question. Can you describe your journey in one word thus far? Yes. Oh. So <laughs> this was, <laughs> there is a word that has been so present for me and this word it has been so present in my life over the past two years that I actually got a symbol for it tattooed on me and I am someone who has never ever wanted a tattoo in my entire life so there's I will show you it okay video, but everybody else's yeah you can kind of see it uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah so that word is equanimity and what equanimity means is maintaining calmness and composure despite the ups and downs in life and essentially not being tied to and, and not being affected by and not tying my worth to outcomes. Mm-hmm. And that is just originally was so symbolic of my journey as an entrepreneur, because any entrepreneur will tell you that, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing, Summer, the ups and downs and the roller coasters of of running a business and building a business and recognizing that that same symbolism has applied to so many different experiences that I've had in my life and just recognizing that I get to choose how I respond and I get to choose what state that I'm in and whether I'm affected by the ups and downs. So equanimity is is really, really present for me. I absolutely love that. And here's what I really loved about what you just said, it's how you respond. And most people will use the, the term react, but no, it's really respond and what's set end results. Like, and so you get the opportunity to think about what do you actually want to happen here yeah. as I progress and am in the moment. And so although you're in the moment, you also have the option and the choice I always say choices are superpower. The choice yeah. to look down the road and say, what do I want that end result to be in yeah. my response? Yeah. And so yeah. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And it's so easy in, in life and especially in entrepreneurship to when the highs happen, be like, 
I'm awesome. This is amazing. And then when the lows happen, being like, I'm the worst. I like, and, and beating yourself up along the way. And it's, it, and I noticed it as someone who worked in full commission sales and recruiting for many, many years. Wow. And it was like, no, I get to choose. None of these things mean anything. And the only reason they mean that I'm the best or the worst right now is because I'm just, I'm choosing to give it that meaning. So what meaning do I choose this time? And this time I choose equanimity. So, yeah. I, lo- I love it. I absolutely love it. And, and there's so much depth to that because like you said, we're both entrepreneurs. We've seen the highs, we've seen the lows. It's one of the most difficult things you can possibly do is go yeah. from a job that you know the amount of salary you're going to get. You're there from Monday through Friday or, or Tuesday through Saturday or whatever your hours are. You yeah. know that they're usually set. You know your salary. But with entrepreneurship, you don't know any of that. You can pro- do some projections. You can plan the best that you can. You can be very creative. But there are a lot of ups and downs yeah. with being an entrepreneur. And I'm sure you've experienced that in sales because that oh. happens. In, oh, man, I could just imagine. Oh, my God. Ep- epic, epic quarters and then nothing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. You know, and it's funny because my husband it was in the Marine Corps for 21 years. Wow. The worst possible duty station he had was recruiting. And recruiting was about selling the service essentially selling people who are unpredictable. Absolutely. And so he was up long hours, working long hours, trying to make quota, like all, and he's like, this is the worst three years because he's like, I like to do my job. I like to excel in the job and you just never know what's going to happen. And you've got to be strategic about a lot of different things, be creative, rework your thoughts. I mean, there was so much to it and that's entrepreneurship. And yeah. so when the lows start happening, we start doubting ourselves. We start uh-huh. we're comparing. We start doing all these interesting things that we wouldn't normally do, but we're feeling like this lack, this lack yeah. of, right? And so I love your purpose, your passion. So let's get into my next question. Yeah, Give us a glimpse of where you grew up and how you developed some of your passions during your professional and personal history? Yes, uh, I love this question. And so I grew up in Stony Creek, Ontario, a very small town. And I had to, I mean, really what what spearheaded and what, what launched my idea of Women's Leadership Accelerator many years later was a lot of things that I experienced in my personal life. And my parents got divorced when I was five and... And I was always back and forth and kind of growing up in Stony Creek and another small town called Winona. And basically at a, I was the oldest of all the siblings and basically at a preteen age, I had to take on a leadership role as one of my parents was struggling with drug addiction and, and had a lot of unprocessed trauma that they hadn't really had a chance to, to work through. And no fault. Yeah, no fault on them. But I that was something that ended up on my plate. And I think in in that experience, I really I I got out of that experience recognizing that other people were going through this as well. And 
they didn't need to be alone like like I had felt. And I also had a really great, as I got older, a, a really great support. And even, even through the experience, I had an incredible support system that really helped me through. And so I, rec I recognize that because they were able to get me through that I could provide that to somebody else. And so at a very young age, I got involved with coaching youth, youth girls in underprivileged areas from grade six to eight. And they were, they were basically going through what I had just gone through. And that's where it all started for me. And that's where my passion for coaching really was born. But I was very young. This was a long time ago. And I didn't even know help coaching was in the realm of possibility for, for me to do as a career. And so did what my parents told me to do. I got my degree, I got my nine to five and spent my career professionally, a little, a little short stint in sales and advertising, but mainly in the tech recruitment world and worked my way all the way up to partner of a three person startup that I helped build from the ground up. And because I was working in the tech industry, it was extremely male dominated. And I was usually the only woman at the table. I was always the only woman leading meetings and and just dealing with a, a lot of challenges like the harassment or getting ignored because I was a woman and having to work a lot harder to get, get that seat at the table and really, really recognizing that as much as I was building up women internally, that my impact was limited if I stayed within an organization. So a major transition year and a breakup and a lot of questioning about whether I even wanted to stay in that industry prompted me and of course remembering my personal experiences and knowing that I could always integrate that as I was coaching on the side all of that prompted me to launch women's leadership accelerator full-time really with that mission of lifting the potential of women so more of them can get the seat at the table and create more female leaders in the world and I absolutely love that because as I'm hearing you speak the first thing that stands out to me is we have something in common mm -hmm. my one of my parents also went through drug addiction yeah, and really badly when I left for college. And so while growing up, we become more parentified because we feel like we yeah. need to take care of them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we take on this role of, okay, I'm taking care of myself and I'm trying to take care of them. And yeah. so it's interesting how we work through that and how we go through that. And I'm really glad to hear that really important years that you had a great support, support system throughout that time and yeah. hopefully still do. And then you went the direction of mentorship, supporting others, peer-to-peer -peer relations and, and supporting young girls. And that is fantastic. And I also went in that direction of counseling. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, and working nonprofit and then mentoring kids in their neighborhoods in yeah. relation to lots of different things, communication, anger management, all these various things that I could do to help support them because they were also struggling in those neighborhoods. And then you also went in the direction of, and what's interesting is tech and it's very male dominated and there's some age gap between us, you and I, and yet mm -hmm. I'm hearing the same issues that I dealt with coming up the professional ladder as you and I'm like, and they're still there, yeah. which says there's a real need for women's leadership accelerator. Yeah. That is so important because when I hear you saying fighting for right at the table, being in a male dominated career, just all these things that you were confronting, I was confronting in the eighties mm -hmm. and that's 
how many years ago? (laughs) And yet we're still there. Yeah. So I love that you have this women's leadership accelerator. Tell us more. And you gave us a glimpse of how this has evolved, but tell us more about the women's leadership accelerator. Yeah. And so, yeah, really it has evolved a lot since I started it. And so originally it was a 90 day one-on-one mentorship program for aspiring and new female leaders to break into and master leadership while overcoming a lot of the challenges that they face professionally, like overcoming imposter syndrome, burnout from having to prove ourselves and our worth and maybe not even having access to female female mentors around them like, like myself. And really to get them to a point where not only they can rise through the ranks professionally and accelerate their potential professionally, but creating that sense of fulfillment personally as well. So I, yes, it is a leadership focused program, but my definition of leadership is so much more than who you are at work. I mean, really how I define leadership and what we align with in WLA is elevating yourself in your own light of potential in a way that inspires and empowers others around you to do the same. So it's really comes back to what's within you. And now it's it's expanded into a one-on-one and group program and cohort based and women get access to a community. And now I'm a, a certified breathwork facilitator. So companies bring me in to do breathwork or to do leadership workshops for their women. So it's expanded in so many different areas, but that core 90 day program, I am, I still stick with and have taken now, however many rounds I've lost count. (laughs) So yeah, it's been really exciting. I so appreciate what you're doing out there. Many of the reasons that you had given regarding why you created women's leadership accelerator is exactly the reasons why I created core women, Mm -hmm. because When I started Core Women, like you, I wanted to understand more what the needs were. So I did a needs assessment and a survey. And one of the things I asked, Kelsey, was, do you have a female mentor in your professional arena or in your educational space? And many of them, over 50% said no. Wow. And I thought, we can do better than this. Yeah. We can do better than this. Or one of the other questions I asked when I surveyed women was, do you feel embraced by other women in a social setting? And the majority of them said no. Yes, that's another big one. And I was just like, wow. So when I created Core Women, it stood for how we as women, or it stands for how we as women kinetically connect, how we organically learn from one another how we reshape our lives through diverse interaction because we're so diverse and how we empower each other to promote change. So like you, which I absolutely appreciate and am so excited about, like your Women's Leadership Accelerator, I created Core Women for many of the same reasons. So I love what you're doing out there. I love that you have this 90-day program because that is It started with your signature program. That is your signature program. And it continues today. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so people can reach out to you and say, hey, I want to know more about this 90-day program. I want to know more about your cohort. I want to know more about A, B, and C, maybe your peer-to-peer relationship program. So that is fantastic. Now, tell us more about the nonprofit Fit Active Beautiful. 
Oh, yes. Oh, so that is actually the organization <laughs> that I was referring to um, back when I was a late teenager that I got involved with in coaching youth girls. So, and it's just, it was just so serendipitous because someone actually, my, my stepmom at the time launched Fab. She is the founder. Okay. And so as I was getting out of that situation, I mean, she launched this organization doing exactly what I needed to do. So and there, it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with me. It had to do with her experiences. So it would just worked out so beautifully that I was the, one of the first people to get involved with the organization. And so really the goal of FAB, it's also a 12 week program for girls in underserved areas in Hamilton, Ontario, and they're in grade six to eight. And we did pilot a high school program for a little while. And really the goal is to, to train them to run five kilometers, but it's about so much more than running. It's using the power of sport for leadership development, self-love, self-appreciation, all of these things. And I learned so much in coaching for that organization and so much so that I stayed involved with the organization until this year when I stepped down from their board and I was on the board for four years. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, this organization is so near and dear to my heart. I'm still involved in different ways and MC events and do whatever they need to do. But it is just it's such an incredible and maybe I'm extremely biased, but this is really what <laughs> really what got me thinking about what I do for women. And I know part of my purpose in life is to make children feel safe because I was in a space where I wasn't feeling safe and I had to create that safety for myself. And so yeah. that's kind of where it started. I mean, now the work I do with women, I'm, we're healing their inner child too. So it all, it's really full circle with all of this. Oh, you know what? I just love your journey, your personal story, your professional background, and how that has evolved into the Women's Leadership Accelerator. So thank you for sharing all of this with us today. Thank you. And putting this out there for the world to hear. And hopefully those of you that hear it will touch back with Kelsey and ask her more about all that she is doing and has developed. So my last question, and as we come to the close of this interview. My last mm -hmm. question is, if you were to leave the listeners with some words of wisdom, what would they be? Yes. So we, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I know this has been really helpful for my clients, especially in this cohort of WLA. And it is, you can't choose your, your circumstances or what happens to you in life, but you can choose how you respond. And I think it's just a beautiful reminder because we do, like you said earlier, it is the power of choice and you get to choose how you respond. You get to choose if you let your limiting beliefs and fears hold you back in life or not. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kelsey, for joining me on the Core Women podcast today. Thank you for having me. It was great to be here. Absolutely. You can follow Kelsey Boyer on LinkedIn at Kelsey Boyer, Instagram at Kelsey Aaron Boyer and at KelseyBoyer.ca. Thank you for joining us on the Core Women Podcast with Dr. Summer Watson. We're so glad you're here and would love to connect more with you. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Core Women and on Twitter at Core Women One. For more about Core Women and Dr. Watson, visit corewomen.com. Want more support and resources for amazing women like you? Great. Join Dr. Watson and Jen Fontanilla at the Life, Love & Money Collective, a core women production that aids in understanding the key traits that might be getting in the way of living a life that you are absolutely passionate about. 
connect with Summer and Jen and find out more at thelifeloveandmoney.com.